Hey girl, welcome. My name is Eunice once again. This is Eunice My Journey, the podcast. How are you? How's it been? How's your day going so far? What's good, girl? We got a lot to talk about today. Listen, I have an amazing subject. And um, get a glass of wine, cup of coffee, whatever you feel like having today. Let's unwind and let's get into this subject, girl. We got to talk. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. It has been, I think, exactly one month since my last episode because I wanted to take a break to regroup, think about it, and change my strategy because what I did was I actually merged the lines. Um, I noticed that this podcast, you know, I started specifically to just talk about my journey to unwind to have those conversations that I feel as if a lot of people are not having um and some of us we want to hear those stories we want to have those conversations and that's the reason why I started this podcast but during the process of recording the episodes and things like that, I found myself leading more towards my nonprofit organization um, conversations, the conversations that I want to have on that podcast. And I had to stop because that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is really about me my journey through life being a single mother being a friend a sister a cousin or whatever you want to call me um that's what this is supposed to be about just me my journey and what i'm going through what i'm facing and i hope that my journey can inspire someone else to not give up to not um throw in the towels you know in life because myself I've been through some hard times child child I've been through some hard times and I've wanted to give up on more than one occasions I've given up I've thrown the towels listen I've doubted myself I've believed the things that people were saying about me and I want to share that journey with people and I want through that journey for people to get encouraged to not do what I did. All right. So this podcast is titled when every penny counts and that title is so real to this week. Um, It is real. All right. It's real child. Let's get into it. Alrighty, so um, I don't think I've said this on here before. I might have, but I'm not sure. I got pregnant last year and I wanted to have an abortion. Like I made the appointment at Planned Parenthood to have an abortion, take this baby out because I knew financially I was not capable of having another child in the situation that I was already in. You know, I went to Haiti to drop off two of my children to spend summer the other one, um, the day before I dropped her off at the airport to go to California, I was going through a homeless situation um, and all of that. So I went to Haiti to drop off two kids and I came back pregnant. I was not having that. So I went to what we Haitians call a sispusis, which is a, a church fasting service that starts from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I saw my friend there, Gladys, and I told her, yo, Gladys, I'm pregnant, but don't worry, I'm about to abort this baby, man. And it was actually on 4th of July last year. And I said, Gladys, I'm about to abort the baby, don't worry. And she was like, what? How dare you? You can't keep no um, promise to God. I remember when you promised God you would never do that, you would never get an abortion. And now here you are, you're pregnant, you're about to get an abortion. Can you keep a promise to God? And I and I literally forgot that I ever made that promise to God. Like I forgot. And I still don't even remember why I made that promise to God. But I, I when she said it, I started crying because I remember saying that, saying that I would never get an abortion. 
um, promising God that I would never get an abortion, no matter what stage my life would be in, um, I wouldn't get an abortion. And, you know, at that moment, I'm like, you know what, God, I know it's going to be hard. I know that this will be a stupid decision. I know people will have everything to say about me. I know, you know, I'm about to go through hell, but I'm keeping her and may your will be done. So I kept her. Um, now I have Hannah. I kept her and I told friends, I told some people, I didn't tell everybody. Till today, a lot of people don't even know that I had a baby. When they see me with her, they're like, whose baby is that? Um, is that church? I'm like, yeah, they're like, what? A whole pregnancy and no one knew? Um, yeah, no one knew. I mean, if, if you were not part of my daily or weekly life, you wouldn't. And even people who are part of my weekly life, I didn't tell them. They just saw me, saw me getting bigger and asking questions like what you're just getting big what's going on with you so yeah that was that and um i had anna when i had her i was working for this sorry excuse of a company i'm so sorry um i can't stand that company but anyways i was working for them and when it came time for me to get to go on maternity leave these people told me they're not paying me for maternity leave and you know i asked around in a company and they told me that they do pay maternity leave, but they're like oh no we don't have um 50 we don't have more than 50 employees so we don't have to pay you maternity leave according to the law blah 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 so i'm like fine so i stopped working february 1st so mind you i have four kids already i stopped working february 1st this guy that i got pregnant for i thought you know he would be there for his baby blah 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 but that's not what that's not what happened thanks my lovely haitian men because you know i'm not saying all but a majority of them if you have a child with them and you're not with them in a relationship they're not taking care of that child hate some haitian men you know not to say all so he wanted me to be in a relationship with him um, he asked me to marry him so he can, he has a visa, but he asked me to marry him so he can stay here. And I was like, no, I'm not going to marry you just to, no, I'm not. I'm like, if you're looking for a business, tell me that. I'll see if I can find somebody to do a business with you. But I mean, I'm not doing no business. I'm not for, oh yeah, nobody needs to know our business. Everything will be going well. And I'm like, no, um, I've never heard of marriage being a secret that's not gonna happen with me you know and then he talked to people and those people are giving me advice to do that i'm like no like y'all just don't know who y'all playing with i ain't done by the long shot i was done by getting pregnant don't get me wrong the first time i had in a course with this guy i got pregnant and i didn't just meet him i knew him for some time for like about three years before that happened he was trying to talk to me but i never gave him the time of the day now i know why so um i got pregnant whatever and fast forward to all of that he never till today hannah is four months he has never came to see hannah he was here in the states during my whole pregnancy never came to see me left right before i gave birth and i thank god for my best friend ervika who was with me every step of the way you hear me every step of the way this girl was there with me she you know gave me words of affirmation words of encouragement so that i don't um you know go through depression um which i did have an episode of depression you know postpartum depression it was very hard for me just because i've never had a pregnancy like this one before in my life like um, my four children, my husband was always there with me. I give him that. He did not allow me to work. I stayed home during all my pregnancies. All my bills were paid. I had my car. It always had gas. My phone was always on. Like I had no financial problems um, during my pregnancies, my four pregnancies with my husband. This was the worst. Um, like, ugh, it was worse. So, um, after giving birth to Hannah, February 13th, February, I paid my rent. Well, no, did I? Yeah. All right. So February, I paid my rent for January. February was a struggle to pay it, um, but I got changed together and I did it. Um, took out, saved, whatever. I, I paid it. I made it happen. Um, getting ready for Hannah's birth, 
I thank Titi so much. Angie is like an angel. She gave me, I can say till today, I haven't purchased not one outfit for Hannah. She has brand new outfits in the closet with with tickets on. You know, um, diapers. She started giving me diapers the day she found out I was pregnant. So I had I, I didn't have to buy diapers for Hannah till she was four months old, which was June last 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 month. That's when I first purchased diapers for Hannah. I didn't have to buy diapers nor wipes. She gave me case of wipes. My best friend Ravika as well. Wipes, diapers. Um, Marasia brought me wipes. Like I just felt so blessed because I realized that once I told God, you know, I can't do this, but I'm I'm going in it blind and I'm counting on you. He came through. You know, he came through with her. Though I made the choice to um, to have my car um, voluntary possession for my car because I couldn't afford to make the payments, pay my rent, and do everything. But there's the bus. I live like the bus. I have literally three different buses plus Jitney that pass in front. Like, all I have to do is step outside the gate, and it's right there. So... You know, where there's a will, there's a way. I've been catching the bus with a smile on my face. I haven't been crying about it or, you know, um, moping around. Oh, my God, I can't believe. Which is normally what I would have done. You know, I would have been crying. Oh, my God, life is so hard. I would have wanna, I would have been sent my kids to Haiti um, and things like that. And had I been in this position last year, I would have sent my kids to Haiti. I would have give Hannah to her dad and just free myself because for me, it would be too much to handle and I wouldn't want to deal with it. But I made a promise to myself January of this year. I said, this year will not be like any other year. I decided that this year I'm changing the narrative. This year I'm doing things different. Like I'm, I'm creating a new recipe. If everything else I did did, did not work before this year, I don't care what happens, I'm making it work. So I stuck through it, guys. Um, my best friend helped me pay one month of rent. Like for February, I did in March. She let me borrow $1,000 to pay my rent. I was very grateful. My tax was seized because I have student loans. You know, I cried. I spent a week in my bed. Like I was just, because I had so much plans and whatever. You know, I was planning to pay my rent for like, um, four months and all this stuff but it didn't happen god knows why you know um so that was that and then so now i paid february i paid march april came no money i asked the landlord hey um i have this 400 dollars that i'm getting can i he was like no he don't take no half payments it's either i give them all or nothing so then you know i have four kids my four kids, you know, they attend a private school. I thank God for that. Um, it is a blessing. And I, I, I am so grateful for Young Leaders Academy who have been very patient with me because they know that I want to offer my kids the best education. And they've worked with me. You know, those people are amazing. Young Leaders Academy, amazing. Uh, <clears throat> so... I had so much stuff, you know, I have to wash clothes every week. This is a total of six people living in this house. You know, I have the four bigger kids, my infant, myself. So one week laundry might be a month laundry for someone else. So I had to wash clothes, get detergent, you know, buy food, blah, blah, blah. So it was so much stuff. So this money is, without me noticing, it's like va vanishing. Um, so now April, I, I couldn't pay may i couldn't pay june i could finally in june 9th i started working and i was saving up to pay and god is good yesterday it took even the pennies and quarters in my wallet to pay my rent but god is good i gave that man two thousand dollars i zailed him two thousand dollars and i felt relief today i literally spent the whole day in my bed sleeping because 
Prior to that, I couldn't sleep. I was living with fear. This man told me if I did not give him his money before he came down to Miami, I could have his keys waiting for him. And I'm like, God, I'm not accepting that. I will not be homeless with my kids again. I will make the money to pay for this rent. I will find it. So I had to let my pride down as well. Like literally I had to ask. I, I asked I asked one person for 150. I asked another one for 150. They gave it to me. Then I thought that, you know, I had all I was missing was 300 to make it 2000. But listen, I forgot that hey, I had to buy a case of wipes. I had to buy a case of diaper for Hannah. I didn't even buy her a case of wipes, which would have been the smarter thing to do, but I couldn't afford it because every penny counts. So I bought her a, a pack of um pampers that has three packs of wipes in it. So I bought that and then you know I have to buy her cereal. She's four months now, she can't just drink the milk. I had to buy her cereal. I had to buy her baby food. So that $120, I, I forgot that I used that money. So now I'm short. I got the $300, and I'm short $120. So I'm like, and this man gave me pressure. The text messages, look, I, but I didn't cry. I'm like, God, where there's a will, there's a way. This year, I've decided to be strong and not try my best but do my best and I know you'll meet me you'll meet me halfway so um I have my neighbor thank god for like thank god for her thank thank god you know she was like hey neighbor I'm gonna let you borrow the money you can just give it to me when you get paid and I was like oh my god thank you god cuz I told this man I had all the $2000 I know it was a lie but I couldn't afford for this man to tell me to give him his house so, and my account was blocked. My account was blocked. So I, I couldn't, um, I couldn't get my, my account was blocked. So I, I couldn't do this. Y'all, I had to miss hours from work, an hour from work about, um, yesterday to go to the bank, blah, blah. Then I borrowed my best friend car. I dropped her off to work. I borrowed her car to go to the bank. On my way back from the bank, police stopped me. They said that I was doing 30 and a 15, and I wasn't, but whatever. He took my license, blah, blah, blah. He said my license has been suspended for seven months. Literally, I got stopped by the police in February, and my license was good. Like, they let me go. It was a routine checkup, you know? Routine stop, whatever, at a point. And they let me go. And now you're telling me for seven months? Like, that makes no sense. But anyhow, I got the tickets, um, the speeding ticket, the suspended license ticket, whatever. I got them. And I'm like, you know, at first I was going to cry. I was like, why, you know, something is always happening to me, especially these months. And, you know, my best friend, she texted me. She was like, baby, I love you. Um, and I, you know, I see you're doing your best and stuff like that. That really helped me out because during that time, I'm like, I'm not going to say everything happens to me because people are going to be like, I didn't want her to feel like, oh, you're always whining. You always, you know, but thank God she noticed it and she said it to me, which really helped me out. Um, so that happened and, you know, I'm grateful that I'm not in jail right now. You know, because the police could arrest me, child, for driving with a suspended license for all this time. I never, I didn't even know. That's a felony in Florida, so I've heard. So, thank God that um, I'm not in jail. It could have been worse. Um, but, you know, he didn't let me drive. He told me to call someone. My co-worker came with my neighbor to pick up the car for me um, to bring it to my job. So... I thank God for all these things because through the storm, there was a rainbow and it brought a smile on my face. Um, so yeah, so this is my journey for this week. This is the road that I'm on right now. I have paid two months of my rent from rent that I back, you know, I owed and I have one more back owed and then this month, but I'm optimistic, I'm hopeful, and I know that 
if I keep on budget, I will pay all my bills, all my back bills, and I'll be able to save to purchase a car and to start back investing in my personal business and all of that. So if you are going through something like I've been through, let me tell you, it gets better. You just have to focus. If you've been doing the same thing and it hasn't been working for you, baby, change it. Change the narrative. You hear me? Make there some changes, adjustments, whatever needs to be done. Make it happen. Do it so that you can better yourself and your life can get better. Once again, my name is Eunice. This is my journey. Talk to you guys next time. believe we're done like i can't believe this conversation is over but whatever we always have the next time <sighs> girl i hope you enjoyed your glass of wine your little you time because i sure did enjoy my me time i don't know about you but i hope you did keep in mind if you want to talk about anything like any subject you want me to talk about you want us to um talk about anything let me know email me you need my journey at gmail.com send me a text message 305-215-0367 listen i have a open door policy whatever you want to talk about i'm an open book let's talk about it baby until next time stay beautiful love yourself care for yourself remember someone can only love you as much as you love yourself okay stay prayed up and don't put your head down for nothing if you must look down baby make sure it's to check your shoes this is not your destination it's just part of your journey it gets better keep your head up keep your faith up and let's do this boss baby So yeah, last week was a very busy week. It was long. Um, my job schedule had to change from 8 to 5 to 7.30 to um, 4.30. So um, I, I had to pick up for a fellow um, team member or co-worker that had to be out of commission so i had to pick up their shift for them and i did it with all the pleasure so i took up for her just because she's just a genuine person she's nice and i did it with no regret and all the joy um in my heart so i picked up the schedule and um i've been busy so i've worked from seven so, um, 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Sometimes I leave at 5. I don't get paid for the extra 30 minutes. But, I mean, I do it again because of this fellow co-worker. Had she been there, it would have been her responsibility to make sure the things that I was doing were done. So I did it. But anyways, um, so being that I took that Friday, right? So um, Friday was a long day. I was so agitated. Listen, I went to work regular day, but I knew we had, you know, like a field trip. I'm talking about last week, not this week. So I know we had like a field trip um, to go to that the company was taking the kids or whatever. And being that my that person, that important team member was not there, I felt the need to just, um, you know, take initiative, be proactive and try to help out a little more than I'm expected to just to cover cover her cover her absence and boy was I wrong things ended up things ended up not going as they were supposed to I guess according to my superiors at work and everything was blamed on me like I tried to take initiative you know this was my first time ever dealing in such a situation but you know, I didn't look at that. I took initiative. I was proactive. I try to, you know, do things and plan things accordingly. But things did not go as they wanted them to go. And it ended up biting me in my butt. Um, I had... 
my directors speak to me like I was a child. Like, this lady literally spoke to me in a manner that had it been someone else outside of my work environment, it would have turned out into a verbal altercation. But because this was my workplace, place of business, and she is my director, I sort of kind of bit my tongue for her. And I believe that was the first time something I'm going to tell you about this week, like what happened. And I bit my, I ended up biting my tongue again. But I thank God that summer was over as of yesterday. And that will not happen to me ever, ever again, because I will never put myself in the position for her to ever speak to me like that again. I hate being reprimanded for the same thing twice. And it's like, I felt like since um, that, that um important piece or that important team member has been um out of commission it's like every single day i'm in my director's office for something different um and i hate it like i hate that because i feel like i'm an adult if you tell me not to do something or you tell me how to do something or what have you i work accordingly there's no, you know, I don't forget. I don't have amnesia or anything like that. Like, I remember and I, and I, you know, I change whatever you're asking me to change. Because at the end of the day, it's a job, you know. It's a job. You're getting paid to do something. If the person that's paying you is telling you you're doing it wrong, you do it like they tell you to do it. If you don't like it, well, you look for something else and then you give them a two weeks notice, you leave. That's my mentality when it comes up to that. So that's why I felt some type of way with her just reprimanding me without a concrete reason. You know, there was no valid reason for all those things um, that were going on. I just, I, I was shocked. I was confused. I didn't know what was going on. So last week was a very... challenging week for me it was challenging but it ended with a happy note at the wedding i was very happy and i also got to spend some time with my doll verlene i miss her so much she's she moved to california so i don't see her often i think the last time i saw her was at the hospital when i when i gave birth to hannah that was the last time i saw verlene face to face then the wedding united us together um i had an amazing time we took amazing pictures if you follow me on social media um i'm posting the pictures i think this weekend i finally have time to post them i'm going to be posting the pictures this, this weekend and you'll be able to see them on my unique like page on facebook and the instagram page so with that being said that sums up last week with the drama at work and the happy ending at the wedding. So that sums it up. Oh, and I also met this amazing soul. I met this amazing young lady. Um, we had some great conversations. We spoke about relationship. And I was telling her how... Me, Eunice, personally. I personally believe in... That I believe that someone should not get married before the age of 33. Me personally um why i know why first and foremost you won't know what you want until you've had what you don't want you won't know what you like until you've experienced what you don't like all right that's from my personal experience um so as you guys know i've been married before and i married too young and without experience right that's one of my biggest regrets i wish that i dated people and um i wish that i had more experience going into marriage because things might have turned out differently and i also wish that i was more mature going into marriage because there was a lack of maturity from my end and my husband's end we both were kids basically getting married M marrying someone i was 23 getting married in your early 20s some people it works for them don't get me wrong they just suck it up they deal with it they find a way 
more power to them. But as for me, that was not the case. You know, a lot of things that I that I experienced in my marriage, I feel as if I should have not. You know, um, that's just my 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 take on that. So I was telling her about that, about um, the beauty of waiting to get married and getting to know different people and dating and going out and under and getting to know yourself and understanding yourself because at 23 I didn't know myself there's certain things that I did certain ways that I reacted that I would have never thought that I could have reacted that way but that's because I was never placed in that situation before so how could I have known that I would have reacted that way in that situation if I was never placed in that situation before. So I I was I got to know myself while I was trying to get to know someone else and it was just a mess. Uh, very messy, right? Um, I'm figuring out myself while I'm trying to figure out somebody else and this person's trying to figure me out and it's just a ball of confusion. It was crazy. Hannah is looking at me like I'm crazy. But anyways, it was just crazy. A whole crazy experience that I wouldn't wish upon nobody else. Had I had someone told me that, Eunice, you should probably date more. You should probably experience more. Um, you know, stop having... Well, people told me, ah, you know, two kids are enough, whatever, and things like that. But, of course, church people were telling me, oh, you need to have another child after marriage, blah, blah, blah. So then I had another child after marriage and then did an IUD that was supposed to be for 10 years. Thing ended up getting pregnant with it. When they took it out, it was already starting to turn green. So um, God saved me with that. I thank God for that. But, you know, um, yeah. Relationships are so complicated. And when we're having that conversation, I told her, I said, listen, and it and it also takes two people who don't want to give up to make a marriage work. Because marriage is so complicated, all right? You could have been boyfriend and girlfriends for 10 years, but once you guys become married, it's like you open the can of worms. And there might be a few snakes in there that look like worms, okay? You won't know until they bite you. So it's it's crazy how marriage can change your life, can change um, your train of thoughts, your reactions to certain situations. Before I was married, my husband my husband was very promiscuous, and I knew it. But it, it never really bothered me that much until we were married. And that's when I was like, no, I'm not dealing with that. I don't want that. I'm not taking that from you. And it's like, hold on, you've been taking it for all these years. Now you're bringing all these boundaries and rules and regulations and the do's and don'ts and the haves and have-nots. And, you know, it, it, it just... It was chaotic because we did not know what we were getting ourselves into and all the things that you uh, that you allow to happen during the relationship will be the things that continue to happen throughout the marriage. So it's very important to understand that whatever happens during your relationship is what's going to continue happening during your marriage. Don't think that marriage is going to change anybody because it does not change no one. Marriage changes nobody. Nobody. It doesn't change anybody. Um, it just changes status. That's it. Everything remains the same. It doesn't change our relationship neither. So yeah, that was last week in a nutshell. Now we're going to jump into this week. Hey, beautiful. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh my God, I am so sorry about last week. As you guys know, this is a podcast about my journey. So um, I don't pre-record, meaning that if I get busy on that Saturday and I don't have a chance to record, like I can't find a quiet space or um, some quiet time to record, I just don't record because it's supposed to be about my journey and it's supposed to be authentic. So therefore... Um, you know, I have to record it live. I don't want to pre-record stuff and then post it because then it's not genuine. How can I speak of a week before the week even occurs? 
you know and please excuse hannah as you guys know she's always chiming in <sighs> but anyways let's move past it so all right so um last week was awesome 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 like so the reason why i couldn't record that saturday was because i was at a wedding i went to a wedding it was in west palm boynton to be specific beautiful wedding a beautiful union um you know these two people that were getting married are so awesome they are two beautiful souls that united together and um i i couldn't be any happier you know on that day i felt like i felt i felt like love existed you know um mimi which is the girl that was getting married she is such a sweetheart very genuine um a beautiful soul just like a genuinely beautiful soul like a beautiful person inside out her wonderful husband met bob um aka neglaloa just a very nice person very humble down to earth understanding funny guy you know just it's just a beautiful union two beautiful people now that we wrapped up saturday and why i wasn't able to record let's jump into my week What did you think? Well, no, those are not the questions that I'm asking you guys. I'm asking the hardcore questions um, to my interviewees. Like, questions, I'm going to read one to you guys so you can see. Like, um, like something like, what difference are you making in the world? You know, like, in their words, not what other people say. And then I have, how have you contributed to women empowerment? You see? Because... I want us to be holding people accountable to what they say, right? As much as we hold ourselves accountable, we need to hold them accountable too. The people we look up to, the people we support, we have to hold them accountable. So those are some questions. I have another question question here that I think is awesome. Um, I feel as if sometimes we tend to not think about this part of life, right? The success journey. So this question says, were there ever a time in your life when you was unhappy or not content? As we all know, we go through the waves of life, the ups and downs, and there's times in life when we're not happy. It's not always all peachy. It's not always green grass and beautiful flowers, rose garden, lemon lawn. You know, like, you know, people say when life throws you lemons, you make 
you make lemonade. Sweetie, if you don't have sugar and you don't have ice, guess what? You're squeezing and you don't have water to, to counteract the lemon. Guess what's happening? You're making, you're, well, if you don't have a knife to cut the lemon, you're cutting with your finger, that's a whole mess. What cup are you putting the lemon in? You know, there's a lot of other aspects that goes into making lemonade, all right? It's not just lemons. You need a cup or a pitcher. You need ice, you need sugar, you need water, and you need something to stir it. So therefore, we want to, I want to ask those questions um, to my interviewees, and I also want my listeners to know that, hey, you're not alone in what you're going through. Someone else has been there, done that, and they are thriving, so can you, right? Because sometimes we feel as if, oh my God, I can't make this. Why is my life so, so hard? Why me, why me? There's other people going through this. We just don't get to hear the story because we're so busy looking at social media and the glitz and the glam and all, and all that, right? But there's some background work that had to be done earlier so that they can get to where they're at right now. You're just seeing the fruit, but you never saw when the seed was planted and it was buried and they had to water it daily. Sometimes when it started growing, you know, you have those little... Um, caterpillars eat off the leaf that happens it looks like it died but hope there goes the rain and the sun it brings it back to life again that sometimes the sun is too hot there's not enough rain it dries up oops there goes the planter that farmer goes and water it again and life so there's those parts of it before it becomes this big tree and it brings forth fruits there's that part of the journey I feel as if we sometimes neglect or don't get to see or hear about so that's where I come in I get those questions answered for us right so we can in return not beat up ourselves so we can know that okay it gets better we just got to keep pushing keep driving and eventually we'll bring forth fruit you know so yeah that's what I'm working on and I am excited for us because us is about to get all the juice and information that we need to thrive okay so please be patient with me don't give up on me just yet okay we are a work in progress together this podcast is more lenient because it's just my journey where I get to unwind and just tell you guys all about my week you know you guys are my little best friends I tell y'all everything all the juice this is where I get to do it so yeah so be patient with me please I might not get to post every week but I will post as soon as I'm able to I will just drop that episode like I'm about to do now I started recording on Saturday and I'm finishing recording on Tuesday crazy and also you guys know I have Hannah at home who is teething, crawling, she's teething, crawling, and touching everything at the same time. So right now at the house, we're going through a lot with Hannah. She takes her sheet, covers her head in the crib, and I have to constantly wake up to make sure she's okay, so I don't get my sleep at night now. And she has these weird things where she wake up at one in the morning and she wants to play. Like, at one in the morning, Hannah, you want to play? Wow whatever but she has she's going through that right now that's her season right now and um the crawling she's trying to crawl i don't put her on the floor just because i don't like black knees i don't like when the knees are like darker than the rest of the legs so i don't put her on the floor i do have a little sponge um mattress like the top it's a full size i I'm thinking to just put that on the floor and have her crawl on that. It's softer for her knees. So I'm thinking of doing that um, pretty soon. I'm, oh, she's eating with a spoon, yes. She's eating with a spoon now. So I beat her with a spoon. Then I put a little apple juice in the bottle and I pour water. So we're doing that too. I'm so excited about that. And she actually loves it. So I made her, this week I made her white rice, broccoli, carrots, chicken with a little chicken broth homemade chicken broth I made my own chicken broth 
um, what else was in there? Oh, and some um, green onions. So I broiled that together, put a little butter, and then, um, yeah, blend it all together. And it's so good. She loves it. She eats it. She drinks the juice. I'm excited about that. And what else are we doing? This, what, what is she doing? I think that's it. The, the teething, she's just eating up everything. She, she sticks her teeth on anything she can find. And I don't like that, so I try to keep things away from her. She doesn't like the little mittens. She doesn't like the, the teething mittens because it makes that noise. She doesn't like it. We have a little pink cat-looking thing that she uses. For some reason, she loves that. I don't know why, to tell you the truth. I don't know why she likes it, but she does. That's Hannah. That's what Hannah's doing right now. She loves it. Um, oh, and when she's talking to her dad now, like, because her dad's not here, he's in Haiti. When her dad is making, it's like, he has a noise he makes, like, a, like a, some, some rolling of the tongue, or something he makes. She gets so excited. She starts kicking. She gets really happy. So that's another thing that I'm excited about. She can actually, like, she knows he's playing with her. So I'm excited about that. Um, oh, and back to school is coming. This is secret confession. Back to school is on the 19th. Today is the 6th. And I haven't made back to school shopping yet. I haven't gone back to school shopping yet. It's crazy, but I feel like I'm not, I promised myself this year, I am not going to get caught up in the rush. I'm not going to get caught up in the pressure. Like, I'm literally going to take my time, go to the stores when everybody else is out of it, and I can actually shop in peace. Like, right now, when you walk into Walmart, it's like you're walking into the jungle. Everyone is grabbing this, taking that. I don't like it. So I'll go for the leftovers when everyone is done shopping and everything is on sale now because back to school shopping is done. So then I can actually go purchase my kids supplies and things like that and give it to them. Thank God this year I don't have to go buying uniforms from the stores because the school is providing the uniform. So I purchased the uniform directly from the school. I'm excited about that. Thank God. Like that's a blessing. So yeah. So that's about what's going on, you guys. That's the that's what's going on with me right now. So how are you? What's going on with you? How have you been? Have you been back to school shopping yet? I heard of a few things though. So if you're in Florida, if you need help with uniforms, I think you dial 211. I've seen that um, for help with uniforms. I've seen something else. Someone sent me something Nike is giving away $500 gift cards. Thing. you guys can look that up um, there was something else I heard for help with back to school so those are a few things um, that you guys can check out I'm not sure if wherever you're at they have 211 or 311 but here in Florida I know if you need help with uniforms 211 they're helping people out so keep that in mind share it with your friends or family members that might need it be a, be a helping hand be a support and um, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for checking in with me, finding out what's going on with me. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate every listener. And I pray for you guys. I sincerely do. I pray for you guys. And I pray that you guys have a wonderful month of August and that, you know, God blesses you with your dreams um, becoming a reality. I pray that he answers your prayers, um, you know, if you haven't done so yet start making your list for the end of the year you know the things that you want and that have not yet happened yet you know start making those lists and having those conversations with god and just letting them know you know father this is what um, i would like to have before the year is over um, i can literally tell you guys i thank god for this year this is the first year where i have i am not homeless and we're in the month of August. Like, I'm literally not homeless. I've been living in this same um, apartment for about a year now. I'm excited about it. I thank God for it. Um, last year around this time, I was living in an abandoned house with my kids. But I mean, it was a foreclosed house that was being um, remodeled. Imagine no refrigerator, no, um, no microwave, nothing. Using... Um, 
using a shower or you know without shower curtain um, and, and things like that just sleeping in there not knowing who might come in during the night or what might happen leaving your stuff there not knowing if you're going to come back and find it there one day I came back and they stole my whole makeup kit but I pray that God blesses that person that stole it yes I know who did it but um, I pray God blesses them he blesses them so that they never have to you know do that again because sometimes people do things for reasons we know not and um, I pray God blesses that person sincerely and that um, he forgives them because I've forgiven them and um, yeah so I was at that stage last year and I made a prayer to God I told God I said Lord this is the last year that I will be in this predicament again in my life like and I promised my kids that you know I held my kids tight I said listen we will never be like this again. I promise that to you. And I kept my word. When the time came this year to throw in the towels, when the time came to give up, I did not give up. I remembered the promise I made to my kids. I put my ego aside and I started saying, hey, can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? Because I really got to a point where I couldn't, you know, I couldn't breathe, but God saw me through it. I'm so happy that I did not give up and that I reached out to the people I reached out to because now I can honestly say that I've made it. Like, I've made it to almost one year of being in this apartment, not being evicted, not getting an eviction letter. Like, it's good. So, um, yeah. So that's my update, guys. Thank you for listening once again. And talk to you guys next weekend. Hey girl, welcome. My name is Eunice once again. This is Eunice My Journey, the podcast. How are you? How's it been? How's your day going so far? What's good, girl? We got a lot to talk about today. Listen, I have an amazing subject. And um, get a glass of wine, cup of coffee, whatever you feel like having today. Let's unwind and let's get into this subject, girl. We got to talk. I can't believe we're done. Like, I can't believe this conversation is over. But whatever. We always have the next time. Ugh. Girl, I hope you enjoyed your glass of wine, your little you time. Because I sure did enjoy my me time. I don't know about you, but I hope you did. Keep in mind, if you want to talk about anything, like any subject you want me to talk about, you want us to um, talk about anything, let me know. Email me, journey at gmail.com. Send me a text message, 305-215-0367. Listen, I have a open door policy. Whatever you want to talk about. I'm an open book. Let's talk about it, baby. Until next time, stay beautiful, love yourself, care for yourself. Remember, someone can only love you as much as you love yourself, okay? Stay prayed up and don't put your head down for nothing. If you must look down, baby, make sure it's to check your shoes. This is not your destination. It's just part of your journey. It gets better. Keep your head up. Keep your faith up. And let's do this. Boss, baby.